Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hi, everybody. I'm really excited about this podcast this morning, so much so I almost have a little bit of a radio voice. (laughs) I woke up really early today. I'm on day 30 of P90X. This is podcast 30. I'm feeling good and fresh and focused, and those are all big things for me. So um, what I want to talk about is finding a way forward. It's really easy to um, quit And it's really hard to stay. And I feel like um, any successes I have had so far have come from finding a way forward. And that's a theme in my life because um, I've read enough, I've, I've seen enough, I've heard enough about people that are successful. And one of the common threads is that they all keep getting up. And I have been inspired by that. And so it's something, you know, my parents are these fighters. They're these warriors. They're very, um, they're full of perseverance. And I've gotten to see, I've had a front row seat of watching what's going on in their lives and then seeing them remain and watching the circumstances and then seeing them show up. And it's like, as a daughter, I'm like, if anybody shouldn't be here right now, it's you guys. And there's been plenty, um, of opportunities to watch them overcome just, it's amazing. And so being a product of these two fighters has been a privilege. And I'm kind of um, packaged in a buoyant, happy kind of personality. But I still have to um, fight. You know, I have I, I can tend to be more um, optimistic. I can tend to be more um, buoyant, which is good in a lot of cases. But I can get my perception of things bruised easily because I assume everybody means things from a positive point of view and I'm brokenhearted when I get close and find out that they had ulterior motives or that they weren't really in it till the end or that when we said family they didn't all mean it you know what I'm saying like I think that the optimistic disposition can be great for a lot of things but some of the negative things in an optimistic disposition is that there's not a realistic perspective all the time. And so I've been so thankful to have my parents. They constantly are saying, yeah, that's wonderful. That's great. But don't forget this side of things. And my Mimi was a woman with a lot of common sense. She just always had a point of view that had a lot of depth. And I think one of her greatest strengths is that you wouldn't look at her and think she knew as much as she did. Like she's really beautiful. She's really gracious and she had a lot she was packing a lot in her mind and so she would teach me and coach me from the side and I learned at a young age to have a teachable heart that's something that I don't know if it's from my parents I don't know at what point um actually you know what I do remember a point of deciding to have a teachable heart there were people in my life that I was shocked when I saw that they had stopped maturing And I remember I got to the age where I noticed that they're twice my age, but were really immature. And at a young age, you don't know that. And then all of a sudden you shift and go, hey, wait a minute, you're the same that you were. You're frozen in time. And I I remember working, mining my heart and my mind to try to figure out why. And I had concluded that they decided to not grow or change anymore. And so that was when I decided 
I'm not going to stay the same. I'm not going to stay this way. And I'm not going to be this at the same place that people left me years before. Like when you see me, I hope I'm growing and maturing and uh, real to the core, but definitely growing every year and advancing. And the only way I know to do that is to have a teachable heart, to have people that um, can speak into your life for real and to also be learning from life. I learn from everything. I'm learning from news articles. I'm learning from, I'm educating myself all day long from anyone that I can get something from. I'm talking my my one-year-old niece from her. She's not quite one yet, but she will be soon. I'm learning from her all the way up to, you know, I really would love to talk to the woman that's the oldest person on the earth. That's one of my goals. I want to find her. She's in Italy. So that's like my personality. I'm going to pursue people to counsel, to invest, to coach me. And so my Mimi was just so full of wisdom. And I'm so glad that I knew at a young age to listen to her. And so I've been listening to her. I listened to her for years, concentrated. And I asked her all kinds of questions. And she taught me so much that I know how she thought. You know what I'm saying? It's like you get close enough to a person and you know why they make the decisions that they make instead of just learning the surface knowledge, you learn the mechanism behind the decisions. And so I got to learn that from her and I'm so thankful. And then my parents are just these incredible, fascinating human beings that just navigate in all kinds of different settings, all kinds of different cultures. They have no problem talking to the checker at Walmart and then they're behind the scenes at a political event and then they're with Uh, athletes and everybody, and they treat everyone the same. And I was raised that way. I didn't know that that was different until I was older. I, I thought that the woman at Sonic had the same value as the most prestigious actress, which is true, they do. But I didn't know that that was a rare thing to be raised in a family that has that kind of equipment. And that's how my dynamic has been since I was a little girl. And so I'm so thankful for that, for the diversity where we love homeless people and we love the wealthy that are the up and outers that are are navigating life through um, insecurities and isolation. And and then people that they have hardly anything physically, but they have so much relationally because their satisfaction isn't in the search of prestige. It's crazy. Just the point of view. I've gotten to see this interesting, unique worldview from so far. So I just want to encourage you getting up, finding a way forward and not entertaining discouragement long because it definitely will come. We definitely will make mistakes. There are days we won't know what to do. That's inevitable. It's not being shocked by it. And again, my optimism can be derailed by life easily because I'm so shocked that this significant thing happened. I'm so shocked that that person, you know, used me. I'm so shocked that this thing happened. And the older I get, the more that I'm realizing, uh, yeah, it's okay. And you take it more for what it is instead of what you hope it will be. And that's something I've been working with um, a friend about, like working through that. I have a friend that talked to me about that. They said, I I see some things. Can I tell you the truth about some things I see? And I'm like, you're speaking my language, of course. And one of the things they said is instead of viewing people with their potential and who you hope they are, see them for who they really are. And at first, you know, that's like blasphemy to my, my heart 
dreaming of what people can be. And then as I processed it, I really saw that it was true and it resonated. I thought, oh my gosh, I've poured my life into people with dreaming of their potential. And I still will continue to do that as I'm supposed to, but I can be much more effective as I stay sharpened and in a position with the people I'm supposed to be with and not derailed and off with a flashlight trying to, you know, search for people that really never are going to change. And so I think that's really helpful. That's one of those things that it's like, okay, I'm going to take this and be realistic about it instead of dreaming and imagining what this thing could be. I still am a huge dreamer. I don't know anybody that um, lives in the land of imagination as much as I do. I'm sure they do. But I also put legs and work and timelines and dates to my imagination. I think that one of the biggest recipes for devastation is to dream about something that you're not making a plan to uh, put into action. I think that's one of hope deferred makes the heart sick is true. People that are dreaming for something, living in the land of what if, and longing for something to happen, but never following up with action. It's just so sad. And I've done it. That's the only reason I know about it is I've done it. And I've had to face off with things saying, you know, this is no longer where I'm going to put my focus. I'm going to put all of my heart, all of my heart into this one area. And I'm going to see what happens. And that's what I've decided. Okay, so I know that we have to learn how to forge ahead. And the way that we do that is figuring out what can I do today? What can I continue to do today where I get up, I get unstuck, and I shake off discouragement? Yesterday, I had a crazy feeling. I was like wrapped up in, am I doing the right thing? Am I making the right decisions with this? I'm in the middle of a script right now. I'm almost done with it. These are the final hours that feel like the darkest where you're just not sure if you you question yourself. And I've learned to just decide to trust my instincts, but I still have to fight the um, voices or the, the things that say, are you sure this is the right way? And then I just say, yeah. And if it's not, we'll change it. And I think that's one of the biggest things I've learned to get unstuck. If I don't like it, I'll change it. If it's wrong, I'll fix it. But I have to take steps. I have to take action. And I think that's the way I get the most stuff done. Because if you put too much pressure on anything, I'm telling you, I never would have released anything. I never would have released a podcast. I would never have released a piece of artwork. I never would have had a a musical that people performed. I'd never have a CD out. I would never speak publicly because nothing's ever ready. It's the ink is always wet. The paint is always drying. Like it's never a completed masterpiece to me. I always see it as a work in progress and let me dot that I and let me cross the T. But if it stays in your house, it stays in your house. So I finally learned you got to get the thing out of your house. You got to get the thing out of your office. You got to get the thing out of your head and let other people see it. Let it take shape. Let it go down the road and become what it wants to be. And, you know, art becomes what it wants to be. Songs, they become what they want to be, but you have to work with it. And I know that can sound kind of cheesy and, you know, flowery and dreamy for people that don't think like that. But this applies to everything. It's like, let's not be perfectionists. Let's not overthink things because those are prisons. Those keep us trapped in the land of I am never getting out of this place because things will never be perfect. And perfect is a matter of opinion anyway. What I think is perfect, somebody else might hate. 
what they think is perfect, I might not even appreciate. And now I'm in rhyming mode because I'm writing a musical. So I rhyme. It's hilarious. I do it all the time when I'm in this place. It's so embarrassing, but it's also awesome. Okay. So I just want to encourage you that when you fall, get up. When you fail, recover. And when you're stuck, find the way forward. Figure out what you can do today. Figure out what you can do. Battles are won minute by minute. You know, you get prepared, you get everything that you can together, you do everything that you can to get ready, and then you show up and you gotta, you gotta keep showing up. And I, I keep showing up to my projects. I keep showing up as much as I could wrestle with it, as much as I could talk myself out of it. I have to override my emotional part or override my perfectionist part or override my thinking too much and in my head part. And just say, all of you guys sit down. You're not allowed to be in charge right now. And I have to rise up with a hard worker part and I have to put in the time and I have to put in the effort and then I'll go back and edit it. I'll go back and review it. But for now, we have to get it done. And so I just want to encourage you whenever you feel discouraged, you just have to find one positive thing. Find one thing that's measurable that you can do today that you can move forward. It is true as we see that progress It is so encouraging. And we've heard that before. Tony Robbins said it. The true way to happiness is when you can see marked progress. He said it much better than that. I'm botching it. But I'm just saying it's true. And just being able to be proud of yourself, showing up for yourself uh, when you make a commitment to yourself, not letting yourself down. And I think that that's something that's really important that we underestimate and people don't even think about that. But we're here too. And you wouldn't let somebody else down. Why would you let yourself down? Start building that trust within yourself that when you give your word, you're going to follow through with it. And you know how that happens? Day by day. Daily decisions. Daily decisions. I also don't give my word unless I'm going to really do it. That's something I committed to a long time ago, being hurt by other people giving their word and not doing it. And then it taught me, wow, the emotion that they feel in the moment that makes it easier for them to say, oh yeah, I'll be there. Oh sure, I'll do it. Because right now the chemicals are easier to to say the thing the person wants to hear than truly to stop and say, you know what? I'm not sure that I can do that. Let me evaluate it and I'll let you know. And I learned it's better to promise little and deliver much than it is to promise much and deliver little. It's like a toxic part of our society. The whole credit card world of charge it, fake it the whole the whole world of let's let's do things based on things we don't even have it's just it's a it's a sad part of our world and so i just don't want to be a part of that i definitely am learning growing but that's an area i don't want to participate in so i just want to encourage you to do whatever you can to forge ahead to find a way forward do whatever whenever the discouragement comes up because it will don't entertain it long Just decide it's a fleeting thought. And you know what? You're not allowed to talk right now. That's what I say. I I think in my head, hey, you analyzer, editor, uh, you person that's the critic, the, the person that's trying to be the boss and be a perfectionist, you're not allowed to talk right now. Let me freely create in the zone of where I work with my ideas and I trust my instincts. And then we can go edit. And I think that that's a really good way to live in a lot of areas. Okay, awesome. Thanks for tuning in and I'll be back to talk more soon.